Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back to another episode of Motown and Coney. I'm back with my main man, Tommy. What up, though? So, just got done watching the All-Star game. Um, NBA All-Star game, that is. Which I believe is probably out of the four major sports, the best All-Star game. I agree. That was a great All-Star game. Yeah, um, I like the new format. Um, ever since they went to team captains, um, they added something this year with doing a player selection right before the game with starters being picked last. Um, Giannis finally got a W over LeBron. I know it sucks that neither one of those guys really played either. So, yeah, yeah. Jason Tatum put on the show. Shout out to him when the MVP um, put up 55, had a hell of a third quarter for Team Giannis. Um, they like Kyrie early on was was gunning for for MVP. It seemed like he was shooting on Team LeBron anytime he got a chance. Um, yeah, I, I definitely. Oh, I'm sorry about that, brother. Go ahead. I was gonna say I think Dane Lillard early on put on a show. Um, Pulling from down there the logo all the time. Maybe he was filling himself from the three-point competition the night before. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna. I was gonna say. I definitely think Dame was gonna uh, try to set his mark on there. Jalen Brown also. Um, there was a lot of guys that that kind of set the mark too. Um, but Jason Tatum, he was basically head over shoulders over everybody else, man. Yeah. Um, what did you think overall? Um, this has become basically a, a three-day event, um, the celebrity game Friday night, um, and then the, the rookie game, which they're like broke up into teams now, which is weird. But or I should say the rising star. I, I, I thought the celebrity game was was hilarious. Um, D Wade. Um, as a captain, Richard Jefferson, I don't know if you caught it, him reffing and then planning the game partly. Yeah, he was the announcer, the ref, and <laughs> yeah. the damn, uh, player in the game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jack of all trades. Yeah, DJ, DK Metcalf, uh, <laughs> just a phenomenal athlete. It was interesting to see him and Megatron go at it. Uh, Megatron getting a block on Janelle Monet, which I thought was hilarious because she was like the littlest <laughs> person on the court. You're right. That's all I was like. He made sure he got his block somewhere down on <laughs> <laughs> He was he was grabbing hella rebound though. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I was really yeah, I was really surprised. I didn't know Calvin Johnson had games like that, man. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah. Yeah. Suit back up, man. Yeah, so I don't. I, I just think the the NBA does it right, um, spreading it out over three days. They give you a little bit something to watch. They added the um, HBCU game uh, on Saturday. Now Saturday afternoon, and then followed that up with the what was it? The skill competition first, mm-hmm. um, which. The team, I'm trying to think. Uh, it was the, the team Utah uh, the home one. Team. Yeah. team Utah, 
with Colin Saxton and I'm trying to think who else is on the team. You have Team um, Giannis, basically, even though he had to be replaced by um, Drew Holiday. And then you have the rookie team, which couldn't hit a damn. They didn't make one jumper <laughs> in the shooting part. So, yeah, that and you know what's crazy? They picked three rookies that really struggle shooting this season anyway. So. A lot of those guys are just slashers and dunkers. So. Yeah, and they looked as bad as Julius Randle in a three-point contest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Father Julius three. Randle. Who else, who else was that that was really bad? It, it, was, it was a like couple. Of, yeah. yeah, it was. Oh, man, they were so awful, man. I was like, Jesus. Um, Dame, Dollar, Dame Dollar winning it basically on his second-to-last shot, clinching it. So I thought I thought overall the three point contest was pretty good. Um, the slam dunk contest. This might have been the best one since the Zach Levine, uh, Aaron Gordon one. So. Yeah, I thought the slam dunk contest was pretty dope this time, mainly because a lot of the guys it didn't take multiple and repeat attempts over and over dunk attempts. Yeah, and they actually just did them like. I was kind of surprised that with the the champion um, Matt, I didn't realize that he was like, man, his hops are insane. I, I mean, he's in the in the dunk competition for a reason, but Jesus, he really was like precise, and he didn't really have a lot of second attempts. So, yeah, I I, I don't know. Maybe it's the the shot clock thing installed. I don't know if they were practicing better. Um, I thought it was interesting seeing Kenyon Martin out there with his son. Um, I remember back in the day, Kenyon Martin, when he played at Cincinnati, um, just causing havoc um, in college and in, in the pro. So it's, it's a full circle moment there. Um, maybe they they brought the slam dunk contest back. It was it was getting it was getting old and stale. Yeah, it definitely was getting old and stale. It just and like I said, the the main thing you would sit there and watch a guy take ten attempts over and over again on the dunk. That kind of blew like everybody's wind out of the sails. And like when he finally would make the dunk, he was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, it might just now, get over with. And who would have thought Carl Malone would be like the toughest judge? <laughs> right. That's what I was like, man. Like, and I'm kind of surprised too. Like he got some home cooking. Um. Of course, everybody brought up his issues from his past, um, you know, but I was kind of surprised about, you know, his home cooking. And then I saw like a promo for him and Isaiah Thomas sitting down, too. So I really want to see that as well. Yeah, that's going to be it's going to be must watch TV. Um, I'm interested to see what Isaiah says in particular. Um, let's see if his um I don't want to say hatred, but vitriol for the the dream team and that whole process. Um, let's see if that if that is brought up because I know John Stockton's a legend, but you can't tell me Isaiah Thomas didn't deserve to be on that team more than John Stockton. Yeah, I was kind of surprised they didn't really uh, praise John Stockton or bring him out much for this whole All Star weekend. Yeah, so. he was a, he was there. He was in the audience. Uh, so you have got a more of of other people. Carmelo highlighted highlighted at halftime with LeBron and Kareem. Um, 
halftime show I thought sucked. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, wait a minute. You talking about this the halftime show for the All-Star game? Yeah, I didn't I didn't uh, I didn't care what? for it. What? That was amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Wow, I'm kind of surprised, bro. Yeah, didn't didn't care so, for it. What a, wow. Well, maybe. Well, I'm a huge Burner Boy fan, and then Tim's, and I, I like all. Well, of those, I thought those Tim guys. was off tune. I mean, we just watched Rihanna do a horrible performance. Come on now, man. Yeah, her, so it, hers might little, have been worse. Yeah, but I was saying like we just watched Rihanna performance. So since we just <laughs> passing out passes to everybody, we just gave them a pass too. Yeah, um, Burner Boy just sounded like he was a little winded, but it was still cool though. Yeah, it was funny because somebody tweeted, um, "I thought this song was just performed by a guy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like, yeah, I mean, it's, it was cool. It was cool. I, I, I kind of liked it for what it was. That was my first time seeing them live, and I, I think I liked the they actually sung and and uh. You know, yeah, just live they thing. might want to lip sync for now on. <laughs> man, Mel- that's a tough one right there, man. Melly Vanilla that's Me. A tough one. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was that's a tough take right there, man. Yeah, I dis- I think I disagree with you on. That. I thought it was pretty dope, man. I was I was kind of hyped too. Yeah. So yeah. overall, the All Star Game, no, I, I I liked it. Um, God, I just sometimes I hate that they wait to the fourth quarter to just to play defense, but it, it's like a human highlight reel. Um, I understand, you know, you don't want to get injured. Like I led off, this still is the best of the all-star games, I think, of all the four major sports. Like if I had to rank them, basketball probably won. Major League Baseball two, but hockey a close third, and I think – the NFL, I don't know if they just they gotta do something. They gotta figure out something with the Pro Bowl. Yeah, they gotta figure out something with the Pro Bowl because right now they're lacking out of all of the events. They're lacking. Yeah, I, I actually probably enjoy watching the Major League Baseball All Star Game more than actual baseball at times. <laughs> Yeah, because I was going to say, baseball's made it actually pretty fun. Um, watching their weekend is actually pretty fun. Hockey's actually been pretty fun, too. And um, the NBA, but other than that, like, NFL sucks, man. Yeah, really so. sucks. I thought this this year for NFL, too, I thought, like, like we just was talking about, like, the All-Star games, the – the Pro Bowl for them and the performances and everything kind of sucked. Yeah, NFL, I, I, so, yeah, I feel like they tried to do what the NBA does, spreading um, the Pro Pro Bowl for this, uh, um events out over a few days, um, but they didn't work. The whole balloon drop or whatever they call it. Uh, Golf was kind of funny, but I don't know. I'd rather yeah. watch the NBA Pro-Am or something. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, 
So it was a couple things that I didn't like with the NBA. I understand they're trying to support HBCUs. That game was terrible, and I sat through it because I support the NBA and HBCUs. Yeah, they they could they could have faked two, two, I don't know, two better HBCU teams. I I know they're trying to spread it around all the HBCUs, but it should be reserved for for two of the top teams. Yeah, like at one point, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, somebody got to step up in this big moment. I know the young man that he was basically dominating. He can go to the rack at will because the other team just. Uh, they they didn't do anything. And uh, they, it came down to one of the points where a guy was wide open for a three-pointer. He was set up pretty good. And I'm like, okay, he can tie this game up. And he airballed it. <laughs> I remember I that like, moment. Yeah, I was like, yo, like, that's how I knew. I was like, man, this game really. You're like, let I was me look away. Like a, <laughs> yeah, I tried to make it something that it really wasn't. It just was terrible. It was a bad game. So I'm like, man, like, I know they're trying to support HBCUs, but what about promoting whatever school? You can do school oogles that are in that uh, that state. What about, like, trying to promote them, even if they have an HBCU in that state or if it's just random colleges in that state? Like, let's just. I'm going to be honest. When <laughs> I was like, Utah, why is the All-Star game Utah? <laughs> like. No. I'm mad at the NBA too because they shit on us. Yeah, Do you not, realize not, that? and I yeah. guess that's why I was, I like, like you said, I was irritated because of that. I'm like, you can't tell me Detroit has more to offer than Salt Lake City, and in an arena like I know it's renovated, but the Vivid Center, whatever it's called, I remember as a kid at the Delta Center was built in 1991. Right. I go, what the hell? <laughs> It'll be interesting to see. Um, I guess they'll be announcing all-star game for 2026, 2027 coming up. Um, Detroit better have one of those. Not going to even be in the region, and we, we lost that one. It's not going to be in the region. It was supposed to be – so they it was supposed to be Toronto um, – well, I, I, you know, the regions they already went to. They went to Toronto, Chicago, Cleveland. Um, and then it was supposed to be Indianapolis. Oh, us then Indianapolis. And then they wind up just bouncing out and going to Utah. And then next year is going to be Indianapolis, which I plan on being there. Um, hopefully I can spend some decent amount of money on some tickets. I do plan on going to that game next year. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it just, I don't know. We need, we need a NHL All Star game, something. I'm yeah, like, I just I don't get it. I don't get it, right? I mean, Detroit once again was voted um, best Riverwalk, uh, Campus Marshes, and best public space. Um, the NFL is shout out to the NFL because the NFL has not been afraid to come here. Super Bowl, NFL draft coming up. Um, I believe Detroit is going to bid for the um, combine. As the NFL has enough, they will be moving the combine around away from Indianapolis. So, and that'll be really exciting too. 
if we can get that down here in the city, it's we have so much to offer, and it, we've turned everything around. And like I, I was thinking too about certain things. Um, you know, I have a love hate relationship for the city because I, you know, I wish sometimes we didn't have uh, ninjas. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> they make it so love tough. Love my black people. <laughs> yeah, but it's ninjas, man. It's freaking ninjas. You got me thinking and, uh, about that Chris Rock joke. Yeah, it's just like, oh man, why do you make it so tough, man? And it just. And it it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like I can understand if you stay in a in a place like a a Salt Lake City, Utah, or you know something that you know a place that doesn't have a lot to offer. Um, but we stay in Detroit. Is it's a lot of things happening here. It's an a lot of opportunity. Yeah, it's a lot of things that's going on right now, and it's like you can definitely jump on the wave and, and get things started. They're basically handing out grant money to start businesses. And you got people that just really don't want to do shit. And it's it's just that's the only thing that hurts the city, man. We and then the gun violence for sure. And those kind of go hand in hand. So every time you got you see people like stealing cars, doing all types of weird shit, and it just drives me crazy. But we're turning things around. I hate that you gotta put young brothers in jail in order for things like for the things to get turned around. So that's that's also drives me crazy, but we're going to be all right, man. Give us a goddamn uh, NBA or NHL All-Star game. Quit yeah, playing I, ju- I just, and I don't know. I, and it's not to really shit on Salt Lake, but, I mean, the arena was built in 1991. Like, I, like I just thought new arena means um, new event. You can't, because you can't tell me when then Tua Dome opens in LA for the Clippers that they're not gonna have an all star game like almost immediately. Right. That's what I was gonna say. They're gonna have you know they're gonna have one immediately. And that that's 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 ridiculous and it's frustrating. Cause we should have had one immediately. I just knew we had something coming. Soon as soon as we got that new stadium, I said, Oh, they're gonna announce us like some some a couple years down the line at least and it didn't even happen. And it, I don't know. It's just it, I, with the NFL bringing a draft here next year, um, the NCAA Reese notes will be here next year. Um, the Final Four, I forgot what year, but um, they'll be here. I think twenty twenty seven, somewhere near. Um, you you just think that the NBA and the NHL will would get in line, especially um, hell. I think the last time the NBA All-Star game was here was at, wasn't even, was it the Palace, the first year the Palace opened or something like that? Oh, wow. You know what? I, I don't even, I don't think it. I don't even think it was it. at the Palace. Yeah, I don't think it was at the Palace. Like, no, I don't think it was. Yeah, we have to look that up, man. I don't even think it was at the Palace. That's how bad it was. Yeah, we need to we need to bribe those guys somehow and get get something going. Yeah, cuz I I just I don't know, but I saw Salt Lake. I was just like, "Really?" <laughs> That's a slap in the face for sure. Yeah, that is definitely a slap in the face, brother. You see Salt Lake City, Utah, you like, "Wow." Yeah, that just Maybe 
maybe we, you know, we we're not a, a winning team, and they're waiting on something to happen, or I don't know. I'm I'm trying to just make anything up to <laughs> to save face. <laughs> yeah. So I don't. We'll we'll see. Um, hopefully they they get it together. Because uh, I I do feel like the NBA All Star Game is it's like the it's like the NFL draft, the NFL draft. Like it, it draws major people to a city. It's it's a must see TV. There's a lot of different ways you could go with an All Star Game halftime show in Detroit. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you, brother, and and that's what. That's what we need, man. We need that to draw something to the city even more. Hell, and, you could you could make it international and throw Windsor into the bid. Uh. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. When you when you get something like that really big, you can't actually bring uh, a supporting city right right next to you. And it, it, are we are fortunate to have an international. Uh, buddy, sister, city here, next to us. Here, your, I got it. This is how uh-huh. this is how they could do it. You could have the All Star Game itself at Little Caesars. You could have this celebrity game somewhere in Windsor, right? Okay. You could do the HBCU game and have. I don't know, Wilberforce and, and Central State that's in Ohio. You got them play right at the um, where the Detroit crew play at the campus of Wayne State. You could have, hell, you oh, could have awesome. the Rising Star game in Windsor 2 and call it, it'd be the first international crossover All-Star game. Well, you know Ford Field is going to want to get their hands on something, man, so I, <laughs> they're gonna want to get their hands on something for a feel like. Look, we'll we'll host concerts, all that stuff, because everything is walking distance. So. And hell, if the if the NF if the NBA and then NHL want to team up, the NHL could host one of the stadium outdoor stadium games, the stadium tour at Comerica Park that same weekend. Oh yeah, now that'll be good too. I think, you know, one thing I can say about our owners here, our owners work together to make sure everything works really well downtown and efficient. Like, I believe that Sheila Ford and the Illages and Gores and um, they they work really well together down there. Like, they work really, really well. I I really like the way that they're setting the city up, man, for the sports venues. Yeah, and I know a concern has been the, the lack of we're needing more hotels in the, the greater downtown area. But, hell, you got the Illicis planning to build a hotel right next to Little Caesars. Um, eventually, Huntington Place, the convention center, getting a hotel. Uh, Dan the Gilbert Hudson Hotel will be opened in 2024. So, I don't know. I don't. I just, it's, it's frustrating. Cause I can't be the only. We can't be the only two people in Detroit that went really Utah over us. 
still you still sound shell shocked over there, brother. I I, I am. I mean, Man. I know Dwayne Wade had a lot to, to, to do with it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say too. That's why they brung him out, and then they had the, uh, the talk and all that good stuff too. But you know what? What I think the NBA is gonna do, and what move they're gonna probably make. Now they did all these All Star games, and it's been in cold cities like basically and lately. I think they're gonna probably go somewhere warm. What? I think that's Miami, Atlanta. Yeah, they're gonna be all in that region, and we know um, it too. Shoot, L.A. Because you got, we know in the next three to four years they're gonna do L.A. Because then Tua Dome will be open. Um, Crypto dot com, aka the Staples Center, is undergoing a multi hundred million dollar renovation. So we'll know they'll be. Pushing to host an All Star game, right? I can see them back uh, doing a little bit of uh, bouncing back and forth. Either they did try to do like the little regional thing. I can see them going back and forth from uh, from Atlanta to Miami, um, and then bouncing it back over to California. Um, throw in Las Vegas because Las Vegas is going to possibly have a team in the few too. If you want to plan it out four or five years from now, which they they well, kind of typically if you, do. If you throwing in Vegas, we gotta throw in Seattle because I believe Vegas and Seattle get a team at the same time. Yeah. So right now, if you're looking at Detroit to have an All Star game, maybe ten years down the line, ten probably twelve years, and it's not I'm, happening. I'm, I'm I'm gonna have faith. I'm gonna say five years. Ooh, that's a lot of faith and, to have, man. And, and here's why. Right. And next mm-hmm. year, you had an NFL drive. Um, and then you also have the NCAA regionals here. Then a few years after that, you, ha- you have the NCAA tournament. I-, I feel like all of those events will go on without a hitch, be well-received, and it's, it's going to put pressure on the – NBA to to bring an off star game here, and that's that's what I'm I'm really worried about. But I I do have hope that my city's gonna come and turn out and turn up and do a good job on maintaining and and making sure that they keep the city looking beautiful and don't go crazy and mess everything up. We're gonna make sure we get these these good events coming towards our way because we deserve it. We just okay. gotta make sure we be on our best behavior. Okay, I wanted to touch on a a, a, a few things that um, first the the whole la- I think last time we recorded the whole Michigan State uh, shooting happened. Um, unfortunate event: five injured, three dead. Um, one of the ones that are injured is um, I think from what I read is going to be paralyzed. Um, so just thoughts and prayer for Michigan State. Um, I thought it was a real classy move yesterday by the University of Michigan, uh, turning the stadium green and white um, pregame. Saw a lot of um, Spartan Strong shirts with the the Michigan logo and the Spartan logo together. Um, so 
I'm glad that they were able to get back to playing sports, but uh, still just still shocked. I don't know when, because I think it's been like 68 mass shootings so far this year, when enough will be enough. Right. I, I believe it's like 70. Um, no, I think it's 70. Uh, Stephen A. Smith touched on it, too, and I had to look it up myself. Because the year is still so early, and I believe it's 70, 71, I believe, so far, which is is sickening. Ridiculous. And I have a strong take on this because, you know, I'm always on my burner account, Rodney, and I, I see certain things. And uh, what a lot of people are going to know is me now, but I have a strong take on how people, you can be around certain people and they, they can have all these motives and, and certain things inside of their mind, and they go through with these things. But people say there's no warning signs. Like, I know this, this man in this particular incident, he stayed with his father. You're trying to tell me, and, and, and I'm just, just going off of just what I've seen my whole life as a, as a black, I'm going to say as a black man. You know, I, I'm mixed. I don't care. I'm, I'm a black man when, it's, when it boils down to it. Police see me as a black man. I see me as a black man. I'm a black man. We're nosy. I want to know what's going on in my daughter's room, both my daughter's rooms. I'm going on with my family, my mother, my brothers. I'm knowing what's going on in everybody's situation. I, I want to know what's going on with you. I, I call you. Hey, Rodney, what's going on? When we when we, when we connect, I'm asking you about family, life, all that stuff. That's what we do. You can't tell me that a man has been in another man's house. That's his father. And they don't have no communication. He don't know that his struggles he's going through or any of that. That's what that's why I believe when there's situations like that and things can be avoided, just like we had that situation here in Michigan also, where the, the gun was purchased by the parents and then they tried to escape. They were wrong. Things need to things need to happen to people that know these situations are gonna happen that leads up to this, because they're they should be held accountable also. So I'm I'm very frustrated with the father and how can he sleep at night knowing that he, you know, he didn't say anything to his son or talk to his son about any of the issues that he had and probably knew what was basically going to transpire. You know, your son got all these guns. Was he a hunter? I, I mean, I don't know the whole situation, but I mean, come on. You got to see warning signs. You got to you got to open your eyes, people, to certain situations. Yeah, it's just like as a teacher, you know, you become aware of a situation like we're obligated by law to re, you know report stuff so right I, I i get where you're going like if you are a family member relative hell even a neighbor because hell you know you, you know when your neighbors is off <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm saying like we know we know right we see things so for for this to happen how do you not how do you not pay attention to this and see things? I don't care if, if look if it's my if it's my family member and I know they're gonna put other people in danger and they're gonna ruin other people's lives. Lives were lost and people whole families have been broken. I mean, a lot of people. I think we're living in a world where if it doesn't happen to you, or if it's not near a six degrees of separation that relates back to you, you don't give a fuck about it, and that's sad. So a lot of people are like, oh, some people died, man, that's messed up. And you, you have a heavy heart for a moment, but it doesn't actually affect you because there's nobody you really knew. So I just, we got to get over that because some lives were lost and they could have changed the world and we got to get over, we got to get over ourselves and, and get a better understanding on 
what's going on in our households and how can we dictate what these people do in our households and and, and call the police, get them some counseling, do something. We got to stop this. This is ridiculous. Yeah, and I it kind of and I know Chris Rock meant this as a joke, but hell, maybe it's something that should be thought about even more when he was talking about bullets should be like $5,000. Yeah, no, I, I love that joke because it got so much. It, it's so true. Yeah, you can have a gun, but bullets for five hundred bucks a bullet. Let's see how much you really care to kill somebody. Shit, a thousand dollars a bullet. Because we really will see like how you really feel. Yeah, so uh, just we'd be remiss if we if we didn't. Uh, Talk about everything that happened at Michigan State. Um, classy move by by Michigan, um, kind of putting a rivalry to the side. Um, even though that was a really, um, I know Michigan ended up winning by twelve, but that game was close all the way up until like the last three minutes, and then Michigan um, pulled away. Um, yeah, that that was a that was actually a good game. Um, I, w- I was flicking be- between that one and the um, in the All Star festivities um, on Saturday, and I, yeah, the Michigan and Michigan State that was a damn good game. I actually didn't think that it would possibly been played since I know that uh, Michigan had, was canceling a bunch of games. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy they played that game, and and we needed that too as a community. So, good job, Michigan. Okay, I also wanted to. Um, this might be controversial to some, but I'm going to say it. I think Don Staley has proven herself as the greatest, uh, current college basketball coach in the land, a man or woman. Oh, wow. Wow. I would say for right now, for what it's worth, I think Don Staley is a is a good coach, um, and, and you know you might be right. She she is good, but you got to think about how many championships come behind that. And when we talk about coaching too, it's another young lady too for a team that you just picked in the WNBA, and she made her rankings and ways through the NBA also to coach, and she's been tearing it up too. So I'm kind of surprised, but I, I'm gonna say Staley's been doing good, but. It's some great coaching candidates out there, man, that's, that's tearing it up. Yeah, I I just um what's that that number one versus number three, both teams undefeated. Um LSU South Carolina game and it ended up not being much of a game in the end. Um, yeah, it just really was <laughs> Yeah. Oh man! Yeah, South Carolina took them <laughs> girls to the whipping shed, um, and then Damn. I know they went into overtime today. That was a really, really good game between South Carolina and Ole Miss. But yeah, yeah just good. just wanted to throw that out there. Um, so, so do you want to get into our top fifty list? I thought we'd probably do our fifty through forty-one first. Okay. Uh, you know, I actually like that, too. We can do 50 through... Uh, yeah, we can do that one. That sounds great. So, um, I'll start off with my, my, my number 50. 
So wait, wait, hold on, Rodney, hold on. Let's remind the people. Um, I know we've actually kind of, you know, skipped over because certain issues that came. So we're going to remind you of what's going on here as far as like what we're choosing and what 50 we're choosing. So Rodney, go ahead and then proceed with your pick if you don't mind. Oh, yeah. So Billboard released a top 50 rappers of all time. Um, there are some people we felt too high, too low. Some people we feel shouldn't be on it at all. Uh, I think we both agree Ja Rule has a point. Um, that he probably should have been on it. So we thought we would do our own um, top 50 list. All right. Okay, so my pick number 50 um, is someone that's not on the list at all. Someone that okay. probably should have been on the list. Um, you know, like Ja Rule um, took issue with the list. Um, he spent a lot of time in Utah this weekend at the All-Star Game. I got Fat Joe. You know what? That's a damn good pick, man. And, you know, I actually got I got Fat Joe in my top 52. I actually had him um, at number 45. So I, I, I just gave that away. But Fat Joe deserves his flowers. He played a major – he plays a major part in hip-hop, man. And I don't think that a lot of people recognize him for what he's done. I, I would love to put Fat Joe – in that top 50. He deserves it. Yeah. Okay, so who do you have at 50? All right. So, okay, so I already told you I got Fat Joe at, at, at 45. Um, for my 50, I thought that this artist, he was, even though he was on the list, I thought he was a little bit too low on the list. I, that's why we were moving things around. Um, I definitely believe that 50 Cent will be at my 50, mainly because, now, don't get me wrong, I know that he he's done a lot for hip-hop, and when he did come onto the scene, he was hot. Um, but his main thing that a lot of people look at 50 Cent for is his acting and also putting together the Power Series, and I think that's was his, basically his bread and butter. Um, and with so many great legendary people in hip-hop that solely are just in hip-hop, I think 50 Cent is at 50 for me. 50 at 50. Okay. Well, we had him pegged or right around the same spot because I put him at 49. Oh, see, look at that. See, that's what I'm talking about right there. Um, if ever was a Jay-Z lyric about Nas <laughs> should be applied to somebody when Jay-Z said you had a spark when you started, but now you just garbage. <laughs> <laughs> that pretty much sums up 50 for me um, um, now, or the, now that's tough you have one hot album <laughs> that's tough the, the, reason, the reason why now you say one hot album when he has three and his albums now I, I hate when we base everything off sales because if we base everything off sales then then we would throw out the window the Nas factor because a lot of Nas sales aren't really that great, but that just goes to show you that like you can you can affect hip hop in so many ways. Just like we talked about Dr. Dre, who was next on my list, um, what he's done for hip hop as far as like beats. But when you look up the credits on a lot of things, that's what me and you were just talking about too. And you was like, well, Dr. Dre because he doesn't he doesn't write any of his rhymes, 
And you are so right about that. That's why I have him up high on the list. But he deserves to be in the top 50, though. Okay. He deserves it because of his contribution to hip-hop. So I have Dr. Dre at 49. Okay, we 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 vibing. Um, I don't have Dr. Dre at forty nine, but he's he's in that forty one to fifty range. But I do have somebody at um, forty eight that did a lot of the writing for Dr. Dre. Okay, he wasn't on the the Billboard top fifty, but hell, it's my top fifty list. You you can hate mm-hmm. it if you want to. I'm putting. I'm putting a nickel on there, Royce Five Nine. Oh wow, wow! Wrote for Dr. Nice. Dre. Um, one of the few people, if you listen to the Bad Meets Evil album with him and Eminem, can hang bar for bar with Eminem. Can pretty much hang with anybody that you put him on a song with. Um, his book Orion is still to me one of the greatest hip hop albums to come out this decade. Now, now the only thing that okay, so the reason why I said wow and I'm shocked is because I have Royce, I have him cracking into my my, he's 39 on my list, um, because he he actually write he writes for he's wrote written for Dr. Dre, he holds his own, he's strong in the booth. You know, he can battle. He, I mean, there's so many different ways that Royce can get you. So I got him 39. I'm kind of surprised you got him so high, though, Rodney. That's, wow. But it's not my list. It's yours. So. <laughs> uh, okay, so for my next one, that and I have him up pretty high. But this is top 50. So remember, this this is hip-hop top 50. This is really tough. Um, so for my top 50, I'm going with the chef. I got Rekwon in there. Got the chef up there. And I have the chef ahead of 50 Cent and Dr. Dre. I think the chef is awesome. Um, but it's so many different Wu-Tang members and Wu-Tang Clan members, man. And yeah. I just got the chef. Mm, yeah, at, it's, it's... yeah, I got the chef at 48, man. Okay. 47. I'm pretty sure you put him on a list. He wasn't on the original Billboard list. Um, you might have him ranked. You might not, but Slick Rick the Ruler. Oh man, the Rick the Ruler, Mr. Teenage Love. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, that guy there, man. He got some hits for that ass, man. I love Slick Rick, man. I think yeah, he got one of the best albums of all time. Yeah, I don't know how he uh Billboard left him off. Yeah, I'm kinda surprised, but you know what's crazy? I love Slick Rick. I got him off too, man. I got him off. Oh, I got no. him off, but he's. I got no, him I off had, too. But I had to put him on there. I know I love Slick Rick too, man. But I, I just had to leave him off of it, man. That, um, yeah, that that hurt me too. But I had to, man. Um, dang, that yeah, I. But it was I. I couldn't sacrifice some of the other people that I thought you know deserved to be in that top fifty. Um, and we, remember, all this is written down and on record. Me and Rodney had plenty of time to think about this. But for my forty-seven, I have Lauren Hill at my forty-seven. Ooh. Now I know what you're thinking. No, I, why I, is she so I'll, high? I, I'll tell you my ooh in a second. Okay, but. 
a lot of people would think from listening to our podcast, why is she so high? Well, we're going off of one, well, two albums because the Fuji's album and then just her solo album. But I mean, wow, just that one album was amazing. Don't get me wrong, but you got a lot of look at Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent is at fifty. Dr. Dre is at forty nine. The Chef is at forty eight, and they all have outsold her. Even the chef, because of course, with all his albums combined and the longevity, Wu Tang, like everybody's out, saw her and she's riding the high of literally two albums, and that's it. Like we, that's the reason why I have her. But that album is pivotal, and still today, if you play it, it felt like it felt like it just came out yesterday. I'm not gonna even lie about that. So I will put Miss Lauren Hill at 47. Okay, so I have our forty-five. Okay, that's re- that's respectable. And I got Dr. Dre at forty-six. Oh wow. Okay, well you did say you had Dr. Dre up there at forty-six. Um, I got another young lady that I was pivotal to hip hop. Um, and I, I thought that. It was a fight between between the two because I don't think that they had um, Will Smith and Jazzy Jeff on the list either last time. And they I thought didn't. that they and they have the most iconic summertime song. And also, people forget when they came to movie um, movie theme songs and movie songs from Men in Black to Wild Wild West. Even though Wild Wild West wasn't a great movie, but um, it's multiple. They they call Will Smith for those movies. And he did a damn good job for those. Um, so I was kind of like flip flopping, and then I just inside it ins- inserted Fat Joe right there into the uh, forty-five. But I have Queen Latifah as my forty-six. Okay. I just wanted to say that to do because it was I was going to put those guys there, and then I said, well, I got to put Queen Latifah in there. I I really love her, and I, I think have she does her, a good job. Um, I have her in the thirties, so you'll find out why on the next podcast. <laughs> okay. Um, so I already gave you Doctor Dre forty six, Lauren Hill at forty five. I don't know if you want to do another one before uh, I give you my forty fourth one. Okay. Uh, well, no, you can do the forty four because we. Um, well, no, you did the 45. Well, we kind of were on the same page with some of the same people, so that's why. Um, you can do the 44, then I'll go to my 44. And I just named who my 44 was anyway, so I kind of leapfrog uh, Will Smith. and, and So I'm, I'm giving my 44. It, it's, it's Will Smith. and uh, He's my 43rd. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I have them at my 44. I just thought that they were so pivotal to hip-hop, man. Um and I, I just thought that they they deserve their flowers, Brandon. Yeah. So my Let's people to my list. My forty fourth is MC Light. Uh, I moved her. Up, you. Yeah, I moved her up on the list um, just a tad. Uh, I just feel like she has one of the greatest female albums in hip hop history, if not just hip hop in general. Um, her longevity, <laughs> I still love seeing her on like the BET stuff. Um, so uh, I had to keep NC Light on the list. Will Smith is 
forty three for me. The fact that his we flip flop. Yeah. We flip flop. Yeah. I got I literally have MC Light as forty three on my list. Yeah. Um I put Will Smith high well of forty three pretty much just based on that big Willie style album when Diamond, one of the first rap albums to do so. Um just to sell 10 million, million copies of any album is a feat, especially when that came out, when you had to actually go out and buy the damn album. Parents don't understand what's a hit. Like you said, Summertime was a classic. Um, he, I don't know how Billboard managed to leave that brother off, but he definitely should be on the damn list. No, I agree. I agree. Definitely belongs on the list. Um, yeah, I, I was kind of surprised by that one. Um, I know you might be surprised by my 42nd because we're kind of like leapfrogging in front of each other because my 43 was, of course, MC Light, which I had mentioned. Um, but for my 42, um, I decided to go with Future. I thought I thought Future right now. Um, he, I mean, he's a he's a he's a he's a international superstar. And a lot of people can't get to that 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 status. I think he's on the same status because of his affiliations with, with certain artists. I think he's become international. I think with him having features with Drake and and yeah, he's he's there now. He's there. And I I was sleeping on him, and I was thinking to myself, he's just basic a basic regular superstar. But no, he's an international superstar. He's there. Yeah. Okay, he is on my list, but he's not in this um in the the in the fifty forty range. He I have him just tune into the next podcast to find out where he lands. Um <laughs> uh, my forty second selection this was a um, tough one. Um, try <laughs> I moved this brother. They had him at 50 on the billboard list. I put Rick Ross at, at 42. Oh, wow. I, you know, I had to reevaluate my Rick Ross pick, man. And I, I pushed him down a little bit lower. I thought that uh, I love Future and I love the other artists that I just mentioned. I love 15 autos, but the music is Rick Ross' bread and butter. Of course, restaurants are too. <laughs> but no, it, with him buying, uh, you know, wing stops and stuff too. But when I think of Rick Ross, it's definitely the music. It's not his wing stop. It's not his acting or whatever he's trying to do. Um, Rick Ross, he, he stays alive by relevant music, and he's been doing a good job with that too. Um, he, he, when I say like terrible albums, he might have probably two terrible albums. The rest of them are great albums. I'm not going to even lie. They're solid out of all his catalog. So yeah, Rick Ross, man, he's been staying relevant for forever too, for decades. So yeah, shout out to Rick Ross, man. Did you, did you do your 42 yet? Oh, my 42. Okay, so my 42, this is a little bit difficult, and I know that you probably will be pissed off about it, but 
I decided to put back Black Thought at my 42. Yeah, I am pissed about that. <laughs> no, the reason why, because when you think about Black Thought, you think about the roots. It's the reason why I didn't put salt and pepper in there. It's the reason why we don't say Wu-Tang on the list. We're going off of just the just the person that, that raps. And Black Thought, he has had a couple albums. But when I think of him, I think of The Roots. Yeah, he's he's um way lower lower on my list. He's in the twenties. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. It just wasn't it wasn't enough for me because I I thought about some of the rappers that I love coming up. I'm a huge Five Dog fan. I'm a huge Q Tip fan, but I just that's the reason why those guys are lower on my list also. So, and you as we go, you'll you'll understand why. It was hard for me with the groups, man. So, yeah. So my my forty first one, last one for tonight, and then um, next podcast, I'm gonna give you um, forty to thirty one. Um, this brother was not on the list, but he's a, a rap legend, a New York legend, uh, Big L. Oh, nice, nice. I got Big L just in the inside. Well, we'll, we'll you have to tune into the next podcast. Yeah. But that, you know what? I, I'm looking at my list. Black Thought was 41 on my list, brother. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that Black Thought was 41 on my list. Um, I had wound up jumping ahead of you by one. So now this will be my 40. Um, my 40, I know you're going to think this is crazy, but I remember coming up, man, and this brother was on fire. Um, and I, I don't understand why a lot of people don't pay him his respects. And I have him. A lot of people wasn't fucking with MC Hammer, man. And I don't know how you want to take him. But when I'm talking about his contribution to hip hop, too, I think Hammer, man, he he came out and Hammer could rap. And also, he, I mean, he was a he's a mega pop star. He's an international star. He was a star before we even looked at a star. He, he was on that Michael Jackson level, man. At one point in his career, yeah, which is why I have him lower on. He's on my list, but he's lower. Wow! Now, <laughs> no, the reason why I, I see, I wanted to put him lower too, right? You see, that's not right, man. I want to put him lower too, but it's so many other people too, man. It, this this hip hop list is crazy, man. Yeah. So. um Last, I guess this is 40, and it's the last one for this till the next episode. Um, I got Rev Run as my 40th. Oh man, you know what's crazy? I don't even have Rev Run on my list, man. Yeah, I'm, so, um, and you'll see, I tried to pay comments to some of the um OGs. Um, in the game, two on my list. Uh, Brad Rub was on the original list uh, for Billboard. Um, and it's, it's kind of hard because I, I know when you say groups, like his. Yeah. And DMC, I love, he is not on my list at all. Yeah, which makes no sense because he had some rhymes too that yeah. was nuts. Like, I just didn't understand that, man. Like, that's why I just, I, it was so hard for me to, to do that. Yeah, this is, um, 
I don't know. It's, 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 and you'll see, especially as we get into the, the top 20, top 10, it, it, it is hard. And I feel like the lower you get on the list, the, you're, you're really splitting hairs. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's tedious. Then once you start getting to those lists, um, yeah, it, that's tough, man. If it, if Dr. Dre didn't go ahead and have his have a legit solo career, but when you think about it, his albums, a lot of his albums were just they were collaborations, and he was like <laughs> it's a bunch of features on there. So yeah, his albums is like what Rockefeller tried to do with the first Kanye album. We just gonna throw people on it, and if Kanye suck. <laughs> At least they'll carry the album. Right, yeah, at least they'll carry the album. So, yeah, that's, that's how it kind of was. But it's hard for us to gauge. So a lot of people are going to say, well, you should have had this person. Remember, this is just the beginning of the list. You have to keep listening to to hear our other picks. But Yeah, we'll, yeah, have, we'll, we'll, we'll also have some honorable mentions. Um Hell, it's, it's rappers that I, I I love that are that are not on my list, like Lupe. Yeah, I don't have Lupe on mine either, and um, yeah, I, I don't have him on mine either, and I love Lupe. Lupe, Tali Kweli, he didn't make my list. Yeah, Tali Kweli didn't make my list. Also, I, I looked at Lupe as is more um, a lot of his hits, in my opinion, were kind of popish. So that's the reason why I didn't. Don't um, no, he's a, a, a dope, legit rapper, but I thought that his big hits, the ones that he really had, they felt like pop songs. So that's the reason why I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't include him. Yeah, and, and um, Tali Kweli, uh, he might his his twitter fingers might be popping when he hears this but uh it was it's all love it's all love brother you did make uh my top 5 most underrated <laughs> back in the day so um, yeah definitely top 5 underrated it just I, when you it, it just too many it's too many variables if you talk about sales if you talk about hits at that time if you talk about uh, dominance over, uh, you know, certain decades or dominance over certain years. Yeah, and I... Talib doesn't do none of that. And but I he's feel, a good rapper. Yeah, though. I feel bad because um, Dante Smith, a.k.a. Yasin Bey, a.k.a. Most Def, is on my list. And so I got half a black star on it. Well, Most Def, he dominated for, for quite some time. He yeah. dominated over a span of, of a, a couple of years. Like he he was on fire, man. Hotter than fish grease, man. So yeah, and I he have a Christmas card from thing. him. So yeah, he went into the acting thing. People forget that uh, he was linked to Beyonce before she started talking to Jay Z. Um, he was on the um, the Carmen. Um, he had came out with. Um, what Ume says, and I remember when he came out with with those two albums back to back, man. Um, he was on fire, man, for those two years. Like most Def was that guy. So, yeah, yeah, you'll have to. And I, I know some artists and some fans will be mad. Um, there's no NBA YoungBoy on my list. Uh, yeah, he's not gonna be on this list. 
Already, uh, Rodney. Come on, now. Yeah. They got to understand that. Uh, future is on my list. Um, Tommy already gave you um, Future on his. Um, hell, y'all know how much I love Miss Staples. He's not on here. Yeah, he's not on my list either. Yeah, I didn't have Vince Staples on my list. Um, I love Vince Staples, but yeah, I just and, and now now it's turning to what we prefer and what's our list too. Like we we being realistic, we're not being fanboys. So yeah, so because if if we was being fanboys, Tali Quali, Vince Staples, Lupe. All would be on my list. Um, Common would probably be much. He probably, if I was being fanboyish, he probably would be in my top ten, and he's not. So, okay, okay. He's on the list, though. Now, now Rodney, I I know we talking about a list, not, not on it. That's what I was going to say, too. Now, I know we're talking about our list, but I, I feel like I didn't do any Detroit love. Um, I did say Royce to 5'9", but technically he's not from Detroit. And I know that that drives you crazy when I say that. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. He's from Oak I mean, Park. Damn it. He's from Oak Park. Just, he's just over 8 Mile. That's all. That's all good. And, um... Yeah, yeah, I, I just and feel bad about that. technically from Warren. He's on my list, too. Right. and then, Yeah, of course, he's on our list, too. But, yeah, we we dropping a bunch of hints. But tune in. We're going to let you know what's the rest of the list. I know it's almost time to get out of here. Um, yeah. I want to do a special shout-out, Rodney, if you don't mind. Yeah, yep, and then we can uh, get out, out of here on after that. Okay. And I'm, I'm not sure if you don't have a special shout-out. Um, today, I was doing a cookie booth with my daughter, my oldest daughter. And um, a young lady walked up and she praised us, um, praised me and my daughter for, you know, doing a good job and, you know, being courteous and being nice. And she was very sweet, very, and she looked very familiar. And um, I know she noticed that I kept looking, I was trying, I was like, she looks really familiar. It was um, Monica Conyers. And uh, I always was a huge fan of hers. I thought she was really awesome. I thought she did a lot for the city. Um, oh, and, I, yeah, today. I've met her several times, so Pure was, was not the most pleasant. But <laughs> Well, I, I think she had a change of heart and maybe a change of uh, the way that she carries herself because she was really, really nice, man. And, um, you can tell that um, I actually – this will be my second time. She probably wouldn't know, but this will be my second time seeing her. I think the last time I seen her, she probably, I was younger. And I think that of course she was younger. Um, but her mentality probably was a little different. I think at this time she had a lot going on in her life right now. She seemed like she was really relaxed and cool. And, you know, she was hanging out shopping by herself and she took her time out to like talk to, she walked up, bought some cookies, um, talk with us and, you know, I thought that was really dope. So shout out to Miss Monica Conyers. Um, I definitely voted for her a couple of times when I stayed in the city of Detroit. She's pretty dope to me. Yeah, I don't. Nope, nope. Shout out for me. Uh, <laughs> tune in. 
uh, Wednesday night. Uh, figure out who is 39 through 30 on our list. All right, man. Until then, catch up on the B side. Peace.